0: A.G. Spartan Fan 35. Oh, and one more note before we get started. I'd like to apologize to
1: anyone I've not offended yet. Please be patient. I'll get to you shortly. Welcome into episode 101, uh, Triple Digits. Again, um, thank you to all our listeners. Couldn't do without you guys. Uh, December fifth, twenty twenty-two. It's coming up on our two-year anniversary here. I think uh, I think it was the twenty-second. I want to say. I'll, I'll look it up um, after this. But man, almost two years and one hundred and one episodes deep. Cool. Love it. Um, sports. Got a lot to talk about today. Um, NFL. Getting the thick of it. Bowl games are out. You know, coaching carousels going. Going crazy, the transfer portal, 700 people entered before 11 a.m. Eastern time this morning. Um, golf, uh, we got the match this week on Saturday. Um, a lot of good stuff going on. NBA, we don't really care about that. Uh, baseball free agency, some big stuff's happening. Cool, we don't really care about that either, but I guess it's, that's the one mention. We got to get in there somehow. Hockey, Red Wings are doing good. That's our mention of that as well. College basketball, love it. Um, some early conference play right now. Talking about that. and Around the world, do the usual podium tee-up around the world. Finish with our sprint. We'll start with the podium. I'll go first, as I always do. Um, saw this earlier. I mean, if you follow sports, especially college football, you probably saw this. I mean, it's been kind of a story all year. Um, and, you know, opt-outs have been coming in, you know, for, for bowl games and this one, this one bothered me. Um, Jackson Smith, the Jigba of Ohio State, he's, you know, he got hurt in the first game, kind of pulled a hammy in and out of the lineup, and then hasn't really appeared since. Haven't seen him on the sideline or anything. Says he's going. He's, I think, he, he, I'm pretty sure he's healthy. He says he's sitting out the college football playoff. All right, this is far enough with these opt outs. I get it that he's dinged up. He's been dinged up, but dude, you you, you came back to Ohio State you know, you had to, but you wanted to win, you know, prove something. I think this is a huge red flag, honestly. Um, NFL teams are going to look at this and be like, this guy's a quitter. He doesn't care about his team. He only really cares about himself. Um, I think he honestly falls to a second-round pick because if he had had a decent year this year, he probably would have been the first or second receiver off the board. Now I don't think that's true. Um, I, I just can't stand it when guys, you know, people put their – their body's on the line and his teammates and he's doesn't support them and he's, you know, quitting on his team. Um, it's not a good look. Um, man, just it rubs me the wrong way. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, like I think Finish what you started. Amateur sports as we know it is dead because of all NIL and all that stuff. I just yeah. Put your team before you that's how it should be. That's not a guy that I want in my locker room. All right, mine is probably not, this isn't real new, new news. We've talked about this before in the podcast, but, uh, you know, and it was, I think, Bellarmine, who's been playing a tough schedule on um, this early college basketball season, partly really because they can't qualify for the NCAA tournament again. They qualified last year, I believe, They were, but they were ineligible to make it in their same boat. The notion of a team that moves up from, D3 to D2, from D2 to D1 um, and has to sit out for I think it's like three probationary years maybe even as many as five is absolutely asinine I think it's three years, so let's just say let's just say Hope had moved up to Division 2 when Ryan was a junior and they were good enough and they were beating their teams, having moved up not down, up and couldn't qualify for the NCAA tournament. I'm not saying Bellarmine's is going to win the national tournament. But there is something to be said for the glory that is making the dance as a small school. As a single bid conference. And you're going to routinely punish these kids who had nothing to do with anything. And again, we're talking about moving up. In theory, moving up. And here's a really good example. What's that school? Is it St. Thomas Ryan in yep, Minnesota? They, went D3 they moved to from D1. D3 to D1 and they had to sit out. D3 to D1 and they have to sit out 3 probationary years. Why? You're talking about a school that did not give scholarships for athletics and I'm not saying that they're, you know, that they're qualified. But let's just say had they won their conference tournament, they wouldn't have been able to make it. That is asinine. That is ridiculous. When will the NCAA? Oh, let me ask answer that question because it's rhetorical. Never, uh, put the student athlete first. Truly, they do not. The student athlete experience is non-existent. Again, you if you're a, you know, even a, a small major Division One, let's say UMBC, the Golden Retrievers, biggest you know seed upset ever in the NCAA tournament. Let's say they moved to D- Division Two. I get making them sit out because they would just probably rule the roost for three years, or like a Hartford who I think moved up the ranks from three to two to nope, one, and they're now, going, moving, now yeah, they're moving back, back, back down. down. down like league. I get it; they played Division One and made the NCAA tournament. Okay, that's fine because you got to weed out scholarship players. But this notion of penalizing these kids who are fighting their ass off, mind you, Division Two gets the equivalent of five full scholarships for their basketball team. Now they could split that. and and a third and give a third of a scholarship to 15 guys. They can give 10 guys half. They can do whatever they want, but they have five full scholarships. So a Bellarmine who moved up from two to one has theoretically five full scholarship players on their team, and you're going to punish them? I'm with you, Coach Cal. I'm with other coaches that have played these teams. It's horse shit. Maybe we just need to get rid of the NCAA, reincorporate um, with some people who have a brain and move forward. All right, moving to the tea up. Ryan and I were debating this around. We couldn't. There's, there's, there's other things. Believe me, we're gonna get to that. Actually, get their own full spot, not as a podium or whatever. Here's one that we talked about. Probably about a year ago. This time with Coach Ken George, uh, assistant coach at Hope College, longtime Forsyth Central head coach, high school hall of famer, official, former official. Um, the notion of the shot clock violation stoppage that takes away a rebound and a break opportunity. Mm-hmm. It happened to Michigan State last night, and no, I'm not going to say that that's why they lost because it was early in the game, but it just reminded me. i reminded me enough to write it down. That is one of the dumbest freaking rules in basketball. You're telling me that these highly paid refs can't tell the difference between snagging a shot off the rim just after the shot clock buzzer goes off and getting a fast break versus... It's clanging around, and teams are walking back. Like it is so blatantly obvious that in most cases, when it's a very close to the end of the shot clock and people are going for the rebound, that both teams are still trying. Nobody's walking back. That gets an absolute tee up flag, whatever you want to call it, because it's just a dumb rule. It penalizes the team that played good defense and got the rebound. I I, I don't, for the life of me, I don't understand. Some of the rules in the game of basketball, in college basketball in particular, that being one. Another one, let's also tee this up, reviews that take more than 60 seconds. If you can't change your yeah. original call yeah. in a minute, move on. It's ridiculous. It happened last night uh, in the when it was close at the end of the Michigan State-Northwestern game. Um, they made the call, said it was Michigan State's ball clearly right away you could not really tell that you were going to be able to flip it either way and yet they spent probably three or four minutes looking at it you get one minute if you can't decide in one minute you don't change it period it speed up the play of the game it's like college football with their review rules too just ridiculousness all right around the world around the world Ryan get started
1: yep uh we'll review champ week here um Busy, busy. Um, you know, there were a few games that weren't championship games that were makeups. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll just go through them, I guess. Here, um, pull up my sheet. Um, I Believe we both went six and four um, when it came to our records. Uh, North Texas versus UTSA, versus UTSA. Didn't watch it. I know UTSA covered eight and a half, blew them out, got North Texas coach fired. Saw that. That's pretty funny. Um, hey i mean the big one on on friday night usc utah you know usc marches down the field quickly scores a touchdown looked like they're going to be unstoppable um Caleb williams slides on the second drive pulls his hamstring totally changed the game they were mm-hmm. smashing them they could not defend them and then take away his scrambling ability his you know his, his zone read ability um I, Utah just they dared them to, to run the ball um, with their with their um, backup running back or, that they have in there freshman he was kind of dinged up couldn't get anything going they said our front seven is better than yours um, and Williams had I mean you know, he had some moments where he just gutted through made some great throws you know on the run you could tell he was in a lot of pain but I mean they stuck it to him and he he made a key mistake late throwing that pick and Utah ended up just taking advantage came rising gamer. Um, Utah's just a well-coached team. I, uh, Kyle Kyle Whittingham is—he's been there for a really long time. I mean, he just, you just—you know what you're going to get out of them. And that, that guy is just consistent. They're an the example
0: home. of why it's good that college basketball or college, sorry college football is going to a 12-team playoff because
1: that's, that's a, a team, team. The way
0: they're playing right now would probably have to play a road game in the first round, but could make. Could make a run. That's a team yeah, that's that would a, a slide into the top team. 12 that could make a run. And that's why it's going to be really good when that happens. And for USC, too, right? Like, they needed to win that game. It was win and end, lose, you're out. Um, you know, whereas in the 12-team 12 12 situation, they lose. They get a month to get Caleb Williams back. And they're probably a contender as a 9 or a 10 seed to win the national championship. Like, those are exactly why... It's about damn time college football is going from from it used to be none to 2 to 4 to 12. Like it is long overdue because those teams would have a chance more so than Clemson or Alabama in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, but I mean they're tough. Uh, Utah just ends up, you know, hammering them. I think this year lost
0: like three games by a total of like eight points this year. Yeah, I mean they, they lost they, a close game to good. Oregon, close game to Florida, Florida in, the in the opener week.
1: on the road. Um Close. You know, beat USC twice. Good team um, playing Penn State in the Rose Bowl. That should be a good game, hopefully. Um, Back to back years for the Utes out there in Pasadena. Um, Another huge game Kansas State versus TCU. Uh, All credit to to the Wildcats. I mean, this guy, Will Howard, he's he's really the second string he's played for a little bit since Martinez has been hurt guy's a gamer, man. He played really well. Deuce Vaughn, um, really good. Their defense stepped up when they had to. Kleiman's a heck of a coach. Um, I mean, credit to, to Max Duggan. Kid's going to New York. He's a he's a tough SOB, man. He was... He, that last drive to have it tied up. I mean, he was dying of just exhaustion on the field. He could hardly move. I mean, that was... He put it all on the line. He's getting hit. He had a heart surgery two years ago. Did you know that?
0: Yeah. That's crazy. That's
1: crazy. That's crazy. And he he balled out, and you know they they came up short, still getting the playoff. Um, you know after a, a really a great season by them, but that was a really nice, really good football game. Crazy teams get the ball inside the inside the one yard line, they can't score because they one inch line. I mean, that's ridiculous. I've yeah. seen that too many times. Just out of everybody, you just start run outside. Do something like, I think USC did it in that game. They did the, on fourth and two from the goal line, they they did a, a like a play-action bootleg and got the guy in the flat wide open. Like, why why do teams not do that more
0: often? I, I get it maybe the first time and then get teams thinking you're going to do it a second time. And look, right, literally, although I don't think the spot was that great, it was literally like an inch or two. Um, you should be able to get that anyway. But hey, credit to Kansas State. The fighting Cade Warners, Kurt Warner there, showing out for his son uh that was by far and away the best game of championship weekend um and tcu deservedly in the playoff because uh you know and, and honestly would not have changed their seed even had they won they would have still been the three seed so um at least the committee got that right um you know a great great game uh, they, you know, TCU balled out. They had a phenomenal season. They just came up an, an inch, inch or so short. But I'm glad that their season is not over. They deserve to be. And yeah, I, I you like, deserve Kansas it. Kansas State ended up what, like tenth or so. So they would have made the 12 yeah. team. Yeah. Um, and you know, who knows? You know, this is the thing. As a team like that would have played their way in and maybe had a shot. Again, can't wait till 2024 when we get to see that come to fruition.
1: Yeah, um, that'll be interesting. Uh, MAC championship. Toledo with a dub over Ohio, kind of upset um, record-wise. I guess Troy smoked Coastal. Coastal's coach Jamie Ch- Chadwell's at Liberty now. Um, he announced that right after the game, apparently.
0: That's not a. I don't think not it's not a, a very step big up. step. No. Coastal's been good because their quarterback was great, and then their quarterback got hurt this year, and they've been kind of dog meat since then. But, um, the fighting DJs. Yeah, of the, um, live, the fighting live tours.
1: L- LSU, Oga, um, Georgia's impressive. Hey, I, wow. L-
0: Georgia is. I'm sorry, Michigan fans don't get butt hurt, but you're not as good as Georgia. There is not. That's, doesn't mean that Georgia's going to win the championship because we know how that goes. They are by far and away and have been all year the best team in college football, bar none. Yeah, period. Been, been really good. And the thing is, is LSU fought. LSU gave up some good fight. You know, they lost 38, 39 guys to the transfer portal. They they were running on fumes. They have no depth. Like, great starting talent, no depth. Wait until they get some depth. Oh, boy. LSU is going to be in contention Yeah, that's a team. That it's going to be good... Ryan division, Kelly, if you like him or not, he's a great division
1: in football got harder with that. Um, SEC West. Yeah. Pretty phenomenal, but Georgia's just... Not with Hugh Freeze from Liberty on. to Auburn, though that's kind of a head scratcher in my opinion. But whatever. You know he likes strippers, so <laughs> that's good. Um, UCF Tulane Tulane wins, gets themselves into a new year six. Good for them. They were two and ten last year, um, so that's impressive. Uh, Fresno beat Boise in the uh, Mountain West. Didn't really watch that at all. Honestly, didn't watch the UNC Clemson games. No, they smoked them. Club Nick came in, played really well. Kind of a Trevor Lawrence. Um, uh, well, I can't remember the guy. Kelly uh, was the quarterback yep. before that kind of that situation. Forces Uyi lay out, um, and Clubnik's probably gonna be the guy moving forward the next three years. Um, good for them, um, playing in another New Year's Six Bowl. Pretty impressive. Another double-digit win season for Dabo. i just scooped me. Eric all
0: transferring from Michigan. Yep. with a
1: rather interesting it, tweet. Yeah, bad. He's a little bad blood.
0: Yeah, I said to him, maybe it's we should because take him. Maybe his mad good. teammates can get felonies and
1: still play. He's he's a good tight I know he's a really good tight end. He's really good. Shredded so us last year. Except for he had a really bad um, He had a bad like a back surgery. Or something yeah, like. yeah. Surgery um, about three Interesting weeks story ago. in
0: that guy too, if you want to look it up on Big Ten Network. It was a kind of a cool story. Like I think he was he was saved in a house fire or something like that and just a really, really interesting story, even you know, given Take the team away from it. Interesting human interest yeah, story for sure.
1: definitely, definitely. Uh, then Big Ten Championship, U of M-Purdue. You know, Purdue, I, I think, did as, about as well as you Well, why
0: are they, they su- Look, you're down 12. Like, here's just one example. You're down 12 early in the fourth quarter. You're on, like, the seven. You're kicking a field goal? It's not like you're making it a one-possession game. Brom, get some testicles and try to win the game. Like, you don't settle for field goals thinking you're going to keep getting stops. That's not how it works when you're a big underdog. Y- yes, you threw a red zone pick already down by like the seven-yard line once. I think they might have turned it over another time when they were driving, too. Maybe that was toward yeah. the end of the game. But like, wow, what on earth are you doing settling for field goals when you're down in a game that your only shot to win is touchdowns? I, yeah. I, that's uh, flabbergasting to me. Like, unbelievable.
1: Yeah, that was a weird, Just, I mean, they, they did okay, O'Connell played well, I, I the thing that makes me mad about this game, O'Connell, um, you know, his brother passed away um, a couple weeks ago, and you know, he's struggling, I think it was at the end of the game, I did not catch the end, but I, I saw the video and I saw people tweeting about it, apparently they, they, Michigan hit him pretty hard after a throw that was incomplete. And his helmet was kind of like half up, like up his face. And Michigan guys were just standing over him, pointing at him, doing all this stuff. It's like, guys, ass cogs.
0: This is from my buddy Dave. We're we're getting live updates on it. So Nat, his senior daughter at Michigan State, uh, told my buddy Dave, her dad that eric all's tweets seem to implicate u of m's coaches something to the effect that things aren't always what they seem gee that's a real shock mm-hmm. we'll get into that more in our third spot um around
1: some other topics Did see that as well that's uh interesting interesting stuff there good um, blow
0: the lid off that shit that's what i say bunch yeah, of cheaters yeah. leaders and best my left nut
1: yeah just not 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 something you you'll like um but yeah, we uh we got the playoff. We'll talk about that probably later. Um, yeah, um, we will talk bowls. We'll, we'll go through the bowls. I haven't even looked at all of them yet. We can, we got time. We can do that next week. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely. We can oh, I'll tell through. you. I mean, I'll tell you.
0: There's too damn many of them. There are 39 bowl. Take out the CFP. There are 39 bowl games. So that means 78 teams are eligible. Yes, one 5-7 team, Rice, made a bowl. They clearly have the fighting. best academic, which doesn't surprise me because it's a good academic school. 18 6-6 six six teams. So you want to do the math? I already did it for you. 24.4% rounded. 24.4% of the teams in the bowl game, so almost a quarter, are 6-6 six and six or worse. Let me just go through the bowl schedule real quick. I, I don't know this doesn't show the bowl games, but there is Miami UAB. That's a six and six game. You have you know certainly a lot of seven and five games. I don't have as much problem with that. You have five and seven Rice against six and six Southern Miss. Mm. You have a six and Great. six Florida team playing a nine and three Oregon State team. That's probably going to end the losing record. Six and six UConn. Now good for them comeback story, right? They they're probably one of the worst college football programs, and they've made a bowl. They're playing eight and four Marshall. You have six and six Baylor playing in a bowl game against a nine and three team. Six and six Louisiana playing a seven and five team. You have six and six Missouri playing seven and five Wake Forest. By the way, Missouri skated Kansas and didn't want to play them like a bunch of wusses. The old border rivalry. You have another seven and five, seven and five game. You have six and six New Mexico State against six and six Bowling Green. Like People my age you remember the Mac got one team a year and it was into the California Raisin Bowl. I'm not saying the Mac should only get one team, but no way in hell the Mac should get it six or seven teams in bowl games. I'm sorry. A six and six Mac team does not deserve to go to a bowl game. Then you got six and six Georgia Southern, who's biggest winners over Nebraska against six and six another Mac team, Buffalo. Six and six Memphis against six and six Utah State. Six and six Wisconsin against seven and five Oklahoma State, six and six Kansas against six and six Arkansas. Arkansas. Um, let's see, we got six and six Oklahoma playing a nine and three Florida State game. What's the what's the benefit to Florida State? They're playing a scrub team, except for they can get a tenth win. Um, let's see. I don't think there's any more off the, that I see. Any more six and sixers? Nope. So I didn't keep track of that. But let's say there are five six and six matchups head-to-head that means five more teams uh in addition to rice are going to end up with losing records and got to go bowling this year like that could have been a podium that could be a tee up that could be a flag get rid of six and six teams being eligible for bowls by getting rid of the amount of bowls espn Stop just churning out TV stuff so you can get TV money. There are plenty of other things to watch during the holidays. We can watch The Elf for the 500th time. We could watch Office Christmas Party, which is a rockin' kick-ass movie. Bad Moms Christmas. We got a lot of things we can watch, except for bad college football with 6-6 six and six teams. I don't love college football that much to watch a game with Rice and some other 6-6 six and six teams. Get rid of the damn 6-6 six and six teams.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of them. Um... Too many. Um, that's about one. You got anything else or no? Um, college football-wise?
0: No, I mean, like you said, transfer portals hitting big. Dang. That's the other thing is with all these bowl games and all these guys hitting the transfer portal, how many teams are even going to be able to really field like good second strings? We're talking like the, the nerdy walk-ons that were the equipment managers at the small schools that are going to get to play. I mean, come on. Ridiculous. Just stupidity.
1: Yeah, not great. Uh spot 2. We said last week we were going to do it. We we're going to do it uh big 10 uh the the predictions that we did preseason, We're going to review those. See how bad we did, see what we were good on not much. Um let's do it. Let's start with the uh let's start with the West. Can okay, you pick the West? Border. Yeah, um, Illinois. I <laughs> very wrong. I said 5 and 7. Um obviously they went 8 and 4. You know, they're going mm-hmm. to what are they in the... The ReliaQuest, Relia-quest A.K.A.
0: the Tampa, a.k.a. the Outback. I had them also five them. and seven. Good for them. They ended up in sixth place and they finished tied for who, second. Who were they playing in that? Uh, hold on a second. I will tell you who the Big Ten has in
1: their bowl games.
0: Let me like, pull up my handy app here. But yeah, I mean, definitely... Sp- Illinois plays Mississippi State.
1: Okay, nice. Decent matchup. Good defense versus good offense. Mhm. Um, yeah, definitely, you know, was wrong on these guys. Um... Why I said that Bielan was my coach of the year and they were my surprise team. Uh, the Hawkeyes of Iowa. Um I said 9-3. and three. They went 7-5. and five. I said Duke's Mayo. They're going to the Music City Bowl to play Kentucky. I think the over-under is mm-hmm. like 5. Yeah. Uh, I had them at 9-4 because I had them losing in the championship. I had them finishing tied for second seven, in the yeah. Big Ten. They finished tied for second. I had them winning the Big Ten West. They tied for second. So, I had them in the
0: Citrus. They went to the Music City. Yeah.
1: Not bad. Not bad. The Minnesota Golden Gophers. I said... I said uh, five and four in conference, eight and four regular seat or total, and that's what they did. But they did finish tied for second. I said fourth. I said Music City, and I believe they're going to the Pinstripe Bowl. Is that correct?
0: They're one of the Pinstripe Bowl to play Syracuse, and actually, that is probably the only team that that's I a, I didn't pick decent, all. I don't think I no, I didn't pick all their a games, matchup. right? But I picked their record right eight five and four, eight and four. I picked them tied for second. I said Dukes Mayo, but they're in the pinstripe. So, yeah, that's not that's not bad. I mean, Syracuse was really good, and then yeah, they fell decent, way off. That's but, a decent
1: game. I, I'd, yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. I think. Um, Nebraska. Train red. I said five and seven, and then four and eight. So. I
0: overshot them big time. Yeah. I had them tied for second during the Music City Bowl, and they. Yeah, the big mess up qualify. for them
1: was losing to Georgia Southern. I mean, that kind of well, and Northwestern that. who didn't win any other games. Oh Lord, yeah, the entire just, year. Just Northwestern. Uh, I guess, I mean, we had them bad. I had them three and nine. I had them one or four and eight. Um, went going undefeated the first four, then losing the last eight. I mean, they were awful. Yeah, they were but bad. But here is the thing: they fired people. Michigan State had to fire anybody. Right, exactly. Who thought that Northwestern was a bigger boy program than Michigan State? Not I. Um, Apparently in basketball too, but we'll get to that. Uh, Purdue, um, I said nine and three. They finished eight and four. Uh, I said they go t second in the Big Ten West, and they finished first. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I said six and three. I did. Or no, three. I said five and four, eight and four, and they went six and three and four. I said tied for second. Yeah, Guaranteed. I, I rate. I, and they're playing. I, I in said the reliable.
1: And the Cheez It Citrus Bowl. LSU, which I don't think that's don't an mean. end well for them. Uh, I don't know. LSU's not very deep, so maybe who knows. The Wisconsin Badgers, I had them winning the West. Yeah, I had them eight and They went ten and two, six and six. I had them go to the Rose Bowl, and they're going to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl um, to play at Oklahoma State, I believe, yep. uh, out in Phoenix.
0: Out in Phoenix, the old BW three bowl,
1: yep. among other things. Yep. So that's that's the West. Um, Indiana
0: was dog continues. meat like we thought. I had them three and nine. I had them three and four nine. And 8
1: uh, and eight. Yeah, six, the Michigan no State game is the one.
0: Maryland, I had them six and six, finishing fifth. Yes, they went I? seven and five four instead of the quick lane. They made the Duke's Mayo, and actually, I don't think the Big Ten filled the quick lane bowl. No, it's uh,
1: New Mexico State versus right. uh, Bowling Green.
0: Shouldn't that be Toledo? I thought that was the I thought the MAC champion. Know. I don't know how it works.
1: I really don't. Uh,
0: Michigan had them tied for third. I Obviously, they they won. Had them nine and three. They went twelve and zero. New Year's six CFP. Same difference. They're going to lose either way, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Michigan State, we both oh way over. I said eleven and one,
1: <laughs> five. Boy, was I, I wrong? Said ten and two, they went five an and idiot. seven. I'm an no idiot. No bowl
0: game. Uh, Ohio State, I think we probably both had them thirteen. I had a twelve and zero. Yeah, twelve thirteen and 0, zero with the Big Ten championship. CFP. They went eleven and one and got in the CFP, so that's not that far off. Very um, often,
1: Penn State as well. I said eight and four, ten and two. I said pinstripe to go to the Rose. Um, I think you did too. I had them.
0: Tied for third, going ten and two. I I had them going eight and four. They went ten and two. Um, one of my better teams in terms of picking, you know, games from not like an Ohio State. It was pretty obvious. It's easy when you expect a team to win; or they're the best team. But like Penn State, I picked all but two of their games right so from I. the beginning of the season. So, um, the difference was I had them losing to Purdue and Auburn, and they beat both of those teams. And they're going to the Rose Bowl, so good for them. Good for the nits. Uh Rutgers, I had them four and eight. They went four and eight. So did I. Um, and they finished last in the Bad Big Ten. Stinker. Um, yeah. So, all in all, not not. Hor- I mean, it's hard to kind of pick the bulls a little bit, but not super far off. The West was actually pretty easy because you just had to pick everybody to go five and four, basically, which is what we said at the beginning of the year. Michigan obviously better than we thought they'd be. Michigan State way worse. Um, teams like Indiana, Maryland, Rutgers right around the same Penn State maybe a little bit better uh, Illinois certainly better <coughs> Purdue a little bit better Wisconsin yeah. worse so all in all about a wash um, I don't know yeah matchup wise we talked about we'll talk more about the Bulls but just as a heads up it's a Wisconsin Oklahoma State they could win that Minnesota Syracuse Minnesota is favored by seven Maryland, NC State, that's probably a favorable old ACC matchup. I mean, NC State's on their four string quarterback, but you never know. Iowa, Kentucky, yawn. Over under is 31 in that game. Uh, TCU, Michigan. Michigan's favored by a touchdown right now, but that is a game that's that a TCU coin. can win. Ohio State, Georgia. Um, Georgia's favored by six and a half. That's, I mean, Ohio State plays like Ohio State, they could win that. Mississippi, Illinois, decent matchup, could be a decent game. LSU, Purdue, probably surprise you a little bit, and then Penn State, Utah should be a good game. I, I don't know, nine bowl games for the Big Ten, they might go five and four, but we'll we'll talk more about the bowl games later. Yeah. All right, let's move to spot three. number three, and this had to get its own. Off, champ. This had to get its own thing. Um, it could have easily been my podium. It's you know. This news came out, I think, Tuesday last week. So a day after we did the podcast. And look, I'm going to say this: like I've heard Mike Valenti out of Detroit, who's great um, on the radio, um, used to produce a show that I did way back in the day, once a week, um, live in the studio. He's got his own show, does a really nice job, and he he put all this exactly the right way. And then I've heard other podcasts in the interim. First, actually, I heard those podcasts and they clearly took his take and said basically what he said. But here's the thing. I'm going to agree with this. Good people do bad things. I do not have a personal vendetta against Mozzie Smith. Did he F up? Yes, of course he did. He was driving without a driver's license, which is not the biggest deal, but still, a, a car could be constitute a weapon. If you don't know how to drive and you kill somebody, that's... At least vehicular manslaughter, even if you're sober. Like if you kill somebody negligently and negligent without a driver's license. And bigger mistake, he's driving around with a gun in the car on his person in some way, shape, or form that, quote, he was in the process of getting a permit on. Miraculously, seven weeks after the fact, we find that out. It doesn't matter. He's carrying a concealed weapon illegally, which is a felony charge. Happened on October Seventh? Mm-hmm. Didn't get charged until after the Ohio State game. Played seven games. All Big Ten player. Probably a first-round NFL draft choice. You're telling me that Jim Harbaugh, who knew? Admitted he knew. Ward Manuel admitted they knew. But Mazzie's a good guy, so we're going to let it run its course. Bullshit. Kiss my ass, Jim Ward, you're the same guys that as soon as that tunnel incident happened, as soon as it happened, without anything but a grainy cell phone video, state troopers saying they're doing nothing, you wanted, you tried, you to, wanted- bla- you tried to blacklist Tucker as having a horrible, Michigan State is having a hor- horrible culture of criminals and thugs, and you have still to this day the prosecuting attorney, the same attorney that didn't miraculously file those charges until seven weeks later, asking for no contact for the Michigan State misdemeanor guys with Michigan players, can't go to Ann Arbor, asked for them to be drug and alcohol tested, which the judge threw out, for a misdemeanor, and yet you had a guy with a felony charge who openly told you what he did, and you let him play because he's, quote, a good guy. Leaders and best suck my you-know-what, Michigan. I am so... Tired of your "we're better than everybody," we're above the law. Suck it! Like, stop. Spare me the preaching. If you if you just want to sweep it under the rug and not say anything, and the thing is, is if you had just been like normal and decent about what happened in the tunnel, which, by the way, was your fault to begin with, because if you keep those AWADs out of the tunnel, nothing happens. You keep them with their mouth shut. Nothing happens. So you're going to tell me it's all on Michigan State? No. There's always culpability both ways. We've been over that a million times. You are equally to blame for the fact that there was even a situation to be had. Now, shame on the Michigan State players for what they did, but Michigan State swiftly and justly suspended guys and said, until we figure this out, you're suspended. And the Big Ten fined Michigan State 100000 And the Big Ten said that, okay, those fines are enough, but we're going to add eight games on for another guy. The Big Ten has said nothing about Mozzie Smith because you and Ward, Jim, said, oh, but he's a good guy. Good he kids. just made a mistake. Yeah, you're, you're damn right. People make mistakes. And you know what? If that was me, I would be in jail. I would have been in jail. If it was Ryan, he would have been in jail. I don't care if Ryan's a good kid. I don't care if it's his first offense or if he's had a misdemeanor before and it's his first major offense. It's a felony. And the fact that you double standard it by blackballing and blacklisting and mudslinging at Michigan State and Mel Tucker and gathering your pitchforks and your torches and clutching your pearls about how to, what a travesty and Michigan State's out of control and they can't control it, but you had a felony player. Oh, by the way, one of your best players play the rest of the season and in the championship game even after it came out. Unbelievable to me. Absolutely unbelievable. If you ever, ever spew your leaders and best rhetoric at me again i will climb through the tv and i will beat you with a microphone i already want to punch jj mccarthy in his frat boy f-boy face every time i see it if i even hear harbaugh utter a word i I did not watch the big 10 championship game except for a few highlights and only on mute because i cannot take anything pro michigan anymore you are the biggest frauds in college football you're the biggest frauds in sports It's why you're the most hated team. And you love it. You live it. You wear it proudly. You are jackasses. And I am so freaking tired of it. And I hope Aircall's got some beef on you and lets it cut loose. And it drags you through the mud. And guys lose jobs. And Harbaugh gets fired. And guys get kicked out of school. I hope it happens. Mozzie, you screwed up. I hope you don't screw up again. I don't personally have a vendetta against you. But damn it, Michigan, the minute he admitted to it, that doesn't make it right that he admitted to it. It was a felony. We're not talking about jaywalking. We're talking about carrying a gun. And yet your same prosecutors treating Michigan State players, one who swung a helmet, yes, assault with a, quote, deadly weapon, that's more serious and egregious than a guy with a gun? And Big Ten and Kevin Warren, where in the hell are you in this? Where's the $100,000 fine for Michigan for keeping it quiet for playing one of their best players while on a felony charge. And spare me, it takes all this time to play it out. No, it doesn't. You're in Washtenaw County. The guy knew who he was. He let it go. What if it had been the cop that pulled over Amani Bates for the exact same thing? Amani Bates spent 24 to 48 hours in jail right away. Amani Bates didn't see the court, the practice court, until he was cleared of his charges or was dropped down to a misdemeanor. That all happened in about the same window, a little bit earlier than that, but in about a three-week time frame. And this took seven weeks. Kiss my hairy, white, 49-year-old ass, Michigan.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Um... This is,
0: in my, in my book, this is worse than the way that you acted about Michigan State and the tunnel thing, only because the way you acted about that makes it even worse. That was like we went in there with a machine gun and started offing people. And yet you literally had a guy with a gun charged with a felony, well, knew that it happened, hadn't been charged miraculously. It took seven weeks, but it only took the Michigan State case four weeks or three weeks or whatever it was. And it was all, you know, so Michigan State's best players had to sit out the rest of the season. Jacoby Wynmont would have been all Big Ten if he had gotten to play. If he hadn't been suspended those last four games, he would have been all Big Ten, first team, guaranteed. Lock, stock, and barrel. Probably affected as draft, draft stock. But Michigan State did the right thing. So you're going to preach to me about doing the right thing? You're liars. Liars. Liars and worst, not leaders and best. Agreed. All right. A quick word from our presenting sponsor Team Andrews Realty will help you find the home that best fits your needs and makes the process f- simple and fun along the way. The Anders have served thousands of clients over 30 plus years in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area and are here to serve you today. Learn more at teamanders.com. The Anders who, through their annual great Christmas tree and wreath party, they give all their past clients a $25 gift certificate basically to go to a local tree farm, get a wreath, get a, you know go towards a tree. I'm sure real trees don't cost $25 anymore, but still the fact that they do that, that's the kind of people you are you're getting a lifelong friendship and relationship, not just a business deal. All right, Ryan, spot number four. Oops. Oops. All right, let me just throw a couple things out because we may as well just get to the elephant in the room. Last thing was the first time (laughs) Northwestern has beaten Michigan State back-to-back at home since 1962. Cool. That's 60 years. We like that. That's all that needs to be said. And, yeah. and by the way, it's not like Hall and Amer- all Americans sitting on the bench. There is something seriously wrong, which we'll get into in a minute. And the other fun fact out of that, it was the first conference opening win over a top 25 team in program history for Northwestern. Double history for Michigan State and not in a good way. We're not talking about Kevin Koble white boy accountant looking, I wouldn't take him and my open gym team torching us with his one-legged uh, Ray, whatever his name was, from Hoosier's Jump Shots back in the day. We're not talking about a once in a life. We're talking about Northwestern has beaten Michigan State two of the last three. And aside from one, in of the, the last four? one of the best comebacks ever in college basketball history when Michigan State was down, what, 25 to them and came back and beat them? Yeah. Throw that in there. They have our number. They have our number. And it is it is sickening and it's ridiculous. And I'm sorry. We were lauding Coach Izzo a few weeks ago for the job that he had done, the way Michigan State started the season. Probably should have knocked off Gonzaga, did knock off Kentucky, beat Villanova, although they tried to kind of give it away. You know, faced injuries, went two and one in Portland. Great. As Stanger as great him, as yeah. they were early, and as good as Izzo looked as a coach, he's looking like he he's dog meat again. And I get it. You can't practice enough. Guys are hurt. But the guys that are hurt and not having depth, except for three true freshmen and a walk-on, who, granted, played Division One at Western Michigan, but still was out last year with a blown-out knee, and is a walk-on. So four of your depth guys that have to play are freshmen or a walk-on. That's your fault, Izzo. That's your fault for not dipping into that portal and not just saying to your guys, look, Maddie, look, Joey, look, Malik, look, Pierre. I love you guys. You're my guys, but I need depth just in case. That is a 1,000% on I you, Izzo. It's on you. You could have bolstered your lineup. didn't mean you had to start these guys over Matty or whatever. doesn't mean you had to play them. You just needed guys. You need guys for practice. Who are you going to practice against? How are you going to get better practice against your son?
1: Like the He's 5'2".
0: I have bigger chunks of corn in my crap than Stephen Izzo, and then Smitty's son is like five three. Barry Sanders' son looks like he ate a, you know, three thousand pound bag of marshmallows. Like he's 5'7", maybe. Like that's your scout team. How are you going to get better? How is Joey, who was god awful, and shocker, the two games Michigan State lost last week, going to get any better when he's guarded by Stephen Izzo? Like, that's on you, Izzo. That is on you. You didn't have to go get creme de la creme top guys. But you're telling me that you couldn't have gone after a guy like a Nance in the portal or a guy like Young in the portal or somebody in the portal to bolster your depth? Because, gee, shock, wear and tear of a 30 to 40 game season is going to wear on you. And Michigan State is stress stress fracture freaking you, so you always can count on at least one of those. You knew Pierre can't play a lick of defense. At least he'd play some offense, but he can't play defense. So then you know you're already one arm behind your back there defensively. You, you've got you know Malik Hall, which, okay, I get it. You didn't plan for injuries, but injuries happen. You didn't plan for Joshua Langford to get hurt and miss basically the prime of his career either. Like That is 100% on you. And that's, yes, last night specifically, you got out-coached, and your team got out tough, like And that is 100% Connor. your fault. Your fault. Boo Booey, he's been at Northwestern for 32 years. He's on the Brian Cardinal-Robbie Hummel plan. Torched you again. Again. Torched your guards who, I, I was lulled into this false sense of security that, oh my gosh, they're, they're playing perimeter defense. They're playing defense. They're playing aggressive. They're hustling, like in the Gonzaga and the Kentucky and whatever game. Wrong. Wow. Bad. And it started bad last week with Notre Dame. Now, I'll excuse that to an extent.
1: That one's excusable
0: because you went from three games in four days in Portland, and I, I it's debatable whether you flew from Portland to Notre Dame and whatever. And Tyson had a f- death in the family, and look, culmination of things, time zones. You're light on guys. You're tired. Your legs. You haven't practiced. I'll cut you. A, I'll cut you an egg game. Egg games happen. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's like playing in tennis. You, you just don't have it. and You just lose six love, six love, and you're like, whatever, I lost, so on to the next tournament. Like, I get it. That happens. But f- to then go home for, like, only your second home game, right? Yeah. Third in front third. of the zone and lay an absolute clunker of an egg, like we're talking like a Titanic turd in the toilet Like that clogs it up. That's what you did. And it was bad. Here's the thing. You play at Penn State Wednesday where, where, you, where you suck anyway in front of 5,000 people in the cavernous Bryce Jordan Arena, and you're going to be 0-2 in the Big Ten against arguably the two teams you need to be to be able to qualify for
1: the tournament. To even have a chance. I mean, this, this is ridiculous. You're already buying the eight balls. going to be 5-5. Five and five. I mean, you should win the last three, get to 8-5 and five going into, into conference play. But there's no... There are no bye games in the Big Ten this year. The Big Ten, from top yeah. to bottom, Nebraska
0: we, smoked Creighton yesterday we, we saw,
1: at Creighton, we number seventeen. It could be easy. The bot. No, there's not one night. It's not an you, easy win. There's, there's not no, one there's night, no where night where off. say you know what we can win. They probably looked Northwestern. So, ah, they stink. We'll beat them. Yeah, just because we show and, up. And here's the it's thing: like, the
0: one good coaching thing you did is to get AJ's attention. You brought him off the bench. And he played Great. well. He yeah. played well, except for he is like three for nine around the basket, He's which drives me absolutely crazy. That. He's shooting most of his feet 5 feet in cuz he doesn't have a jump shot and he misses he more than half jump of them. Shots too. He does and he's shooting he a little bit. He should not be better, shooting. Tyson Walker jump got shot. a stupid foul and he was frustrated and he picked up another stupid foul took himself out of the game. Joey Hauser has been persona non grata. My old favorite Joe is back baby. The last two games he's been crap for as good as he was for the beginning stretches. He's been absolute he's in really white bad. hot dog pile for the last couple of games, and if he doesn't score, who's going to score? Because Jaden Akins makes me hold my breath every time he makes a cut to the basket. Last night, it looked like he tweaked his foot. Apparently, he didn't. He just is out of shape, which makes sense. He's barely practiced in the last nine weeks. He played more minutes than we needed because we needed something, and he made a three, and then missed his next five or six shots. Like, Where's your offense going to come from? If it doesn't come from Joey, along with Tyson and AJ, it ain't coming from anywhere. Now, Maddie, I will say, I've been riding him a little bit hard, like with my group texts, with my buddies and stuff. He's doing doing a serviceable job for what he's doing better than we ever expected, right? Like, the biggest thing that he can't do is get out of his own way when it comes to stupid fouls. Like, if he could stay clean, he's Michigan State, he's the only guy that can, I mean, like, 20% of the time guard the high pick and roll because Kohler, Kohler Kohler may as well have his feet in cement. He's got a one inch vertical. He's got. Hands that are made of bricks at this point. Now, now I see him being a good player for Michigan State when he's a sophomore and a junior, or like halfway through his sophomore year. But he's thrust into having a play right now. And so is Cooper. And Cooper was going to redshirt. And Cooper was a walk-on. They gave him a scholarship because they have got like five hanging out there. Like... Th- Julius Marble I, would we look were nice fooled. right now. Look, we were fooled by the first several games to think, "Oh my gosh, this team's gonna got a fighting chance. This team is gonna cool, be man. lucky to be above five hundred. They will be. I would say it's a 50-50 shot at best that they go to March Madness. We'll look back. It's <laughs> December fifth now. It's less than that. Come March fifth, so in three months we'll talk. I would be. I will be pleasantly surprised if Michigan State is good enough to make the That's tournament.
1: That's sad. That's what I, I, so I said last night. Said and this. it's because
0: Izzo was too stubborn to go just fill a couple of voids All he on needed roster.
1: was one more, was a veteran big that could put A veteran big the and then maybe rebound. one other guy That's that it. could score a little bit. And like a may, wing. And maybe a, a wing that could make a couple of Because look,
0: Holloman's going to be a nice player, but he's not an offensive Can't threat shoot. right now. So at times, you have Holloman, not your a threat to shoot. You have Whitens, who I thought it was Whitens, but it's Whitens apparently, who the one time he got the ball wide open for a three, traveled because he wet himself because he didn't know what to do. Like, dude, you played four years at Western Michigan. Take the freaking shot. But so you had Holloman, no offense. Whitens, no offense. Cooper, no offense unless you give him the ball right at the rim with two other scores. You're playing two on five. And then, oh, by the way, Whitens, okay, he played some pretty good defense, but and Holloman play some decent defense, but like you're, you're talking freshmen and walk-ons filling the void in a league that's got a team like Purdue with Zach Eadie who is dominating the league. A team like Iowa who's got the Murray brother who looks exactly it's the same and it. just as good as his older brother. Um, you've got Ohio State who's decent. Michigan is at least equally as dog garbage. Um, yeah, I, I just like... Wisconsin is going to be a grinder good. of a team that can Maryland's very good. Nebraska's Illinois better good. than you thought. Illinois is good. Maryland is, is very strong. Penn State's playing pretty well. You know, Indiana um, laid an egg at Rutgers big time. If Rutgers isn't that bad. Indiana's going to be good. Like, I don't know where Michigan State's going to get enough wins to make the tournament. I, I really don't. And I wouldn't have said that two weeks ago. That's the funny thing is, in two weeks ago I would have said I would be happy to be five and, what are we, five and four right now? Because I would have expected that we beat teams like Northwestern and Notre Dame, but lost to like Kentucky and Villanova, right? Like, so we've beaten a couple good teams, but we've lost to teams that we absolutely have no business losing to, and it's hard to take. It's really ridiculous. hard to take. The the Big Ten is just it's it's crazy. College basketball is crazy. Like, Houston's your number one team. North Carolina, I think, has lost four in a row. They were yeah, preseason bad. number one. Um, Duke is not gelling all that well together Kentucky barely beat Michigan in London and they're not playing particularly great Gonzaga is only five and three um it's it is crazy I I love it I'm here for it because this is going to make March that much better but if it's a March without Michigan State even if it's not a Michigan State team that can go deep it's going to be extremely depressing especially following on the heels of the garbage football season that we just had like, what else is there to root for? I guess I'm going to have to, like, put an indoor golf studio in and just, you know, focus on that all winter or something. I, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's rough. But, yeah, hoops is crazy right now, man. I mean, our, our Big Ten starting five. Zach Eady, yesterday had 31 and 22. Yeah. 31 points, you 22 him? rebounds. I yeah, I have him. Damn it all, because you took the first pick. Yeah, and I'm only down by 23 total points, and you've played double the games I have.
0: Yeah, Edie is Edie is a monster. There's a good example he's of a the guy that's got better. And the reason Purdue is so damn good, and we said this I think a week or two ago, is because he is your your center piece, but the rest of the guys around him ebb and flow. Like the Smith, they're a really good freshman that was Mr. Basketball the other day, had zero points. It didn't matter. They still won big. Um, you know, lawyer can play good. You know, they've got like a bunch of complementary pieces that you don't rely on just like standing around and watch Jaden Ivey score. And if he doesn't score, oh shoot! If we don't get the rebound, we're screwed. Purdue is a really, really good basketball team right now. They sure are. Um, UVA is
1: also a really good
0: basketball team. Yeah, They're playing really well they too. They play.
1: They play some good D. So is Houston. They're very good. Just it's good. Texas is really good. It's fun. It's fun to watch. Uh, Let's do scramble. when our team is bad. Yeah, exactly. Let's do scramble. Spot five. What do you got? Uh, NFL, um, Lions. The Vikings,
0: nine wins out of their ten by eight points or less.
1: Playing with fire. Lions are favored over the Vikings.
0: Well, they should have beaten them earlier in the season.
1: They beat him. The Lions are in the thick of it. I I, I will say that was the most I didn't realize until they said it the other
0: day. Hutchinson is was the defensive player of the month. I don't know if it was rookie or rookie overall the, month. Uh, the other month. I mean he's he's quietly put together a nice season, so I can I can give kudos there. I still think that he's not as good as I would want a number two pass rusher, but it, he's he's a good addition to the team. I don't know that he was worth a number two pick, but I guess it is what it is. So hats off there. The Lions are are I. You know, they're pulling together nicely. The guys are playing well together. Goff's got a full complement of skilled players. The offensive line is good. Uh, the running game is good. Um, you know, they get the right pieces and parts, and, you know, it, it, hey, they could finish the season strong, but also they get the right pieces and parts, and maybe they'll be a little bit quicker to it than we think. Um, although, let me just say, the Lions have lulled us into false senses of security like this before, so don't get your panties too much in a wad yet. Um, Vikings they just keep winning. I mean, they're pretty close to I think the Lions are in second place at 5 and 7, right? So they already have a they have a 5 game lead on the on the Lions. So they they have it there's 5 games left, so they pretty much have it sealed. Um, from that perspective, the Eagles continue to look really good. Cowboys Cowboys 50 actually points pummeled Indy. Um, you want a spot for Michigan State fans, you want to say Get out of your jimmy.
1: He said he's not taking it, but he said that last
0: year as right. well. I that's could see him going there. I could too. Because he played there. He played there. Um, especially if some stuff kind of comes out and somebody actually takes the time to call him on his behavior. Yeah, that's not going to
1: happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the AFC East, is kind of like a – I mean, uh, the Bengals have won eight out of their last ten. They started at 0-2. Yeah, they're, they're playing really well. Beat the Chiefs. Chiefs have stumbled a little bit. Yeah. Um, bills are still really good bills are still really good so you know it's it's kind of crazy um yeah the getting of the stretch.
1: I, I love it this year it's been fun um the, one more
0: parody than we're used yeah, to and so the afc is. and the nfc easts are the best <laughs>
1: crazy they have they have
0: like a lock on three or so playoff teams each which is nuts they, quarterback injuries yesterday um Good old boy for Baltimore, probably wishing he would have taken the contract extension because he hurt his knee. Although probably on oh, season-ending. Um, you had I don't know I don't I'm not 100 percent sold on him. Um, Garoppolo, who's the second quarterback to go down for the season in San Fran. Um, Sean Watson came back, played with a played on a massage table. It looked like the whole time. Um, yeah, kind of crazy. And then you got a guy like Jared Goff who. People kind of keep wanting to write off, but he's he's quietly settling yeah, in and having good, a decent season. Best game season. in the Lions uniform, yep. I think, last year. Just
1: all-around great game by the Lions. Defense was great. golf was great. Swift probably had his best game of the season. Yeah, Ryan, you were there, so you got to see it first Ahmed just, he's Mr. Reliable. He's, he's so good. Chark played his best game. That's um, yeah, all coming together. J-Mo was out there. That's a big time. The team's playing well. Yeah. yeah, just a really great performance by the Lions. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Um, We'll do butt burners. Greg Norman, um, screw this guy. The Tiger and Rory calling shots head. fired. This going and back. Sergio and backing him up. Sergio, just shut up. You, you haven't want anything. Stumbled into the little masters. Spaniard. He's annoying. I've never liked him. Baker Mayfield, ouch. Cut Yeesh. by the Panthers. I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers pick him up. Honestly, uh, that'd be interesting. Trey Young, apparently he's been tweeting. At his coach, Nate McMillan, there's some beef going on there um, with the Hawks. I don't, I, I, didn't read much into it, but I saw there's been a lot of beef going on. and Shocking. Basketball and beef. It goes together. Especially up. in the NBA. Sock up. Justin Verlander, late 30s, two-year contract, 86 mil with the Mets. He's back with Scherzer. Um, they're in the same lineup. That's awesome. Um, good for JV, his stud. Um, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh Comes in for the for the Niners leads into a win over the Dolphins who've been playing really well. Gonna um, you know, have to ask the start moving forward because Lance is off of the season. Jimmy G broke his foot, has surgery, off of the season. They signed Josh Johnson, the the journeyman. It's been in like thirty six teams in his career, <laughs> played for every team twice. it feels like um, wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, if they go get Baker or something to get on their practice squad just in case um, something like that. Sock up Colorado football. Bringing in Prime. His nameplate said
0: Coach Prime at his press
1: conference. I mean, conference. Th- this guy is that guy. That guy can talk
0: to the media. Yeah, they, we got to meet him that, at um, that man, Kurt Warner's event. He's a funny dude. That he's man a is big.
1: a. He's a peep, people's person. He's a. Oh my goodness! He's a PR he's a, machine. He's a, he's a machine when it comes. To, he knows exa- He's a, just a charismatic man. Reminds me of a young Ronald Reagan. <laughs> He's seriously—that's a hell of a hire. I, I mean, these people want to transfer there. These people tweeting, "I want to go to Colorado. I want to go to Colorado." Um, and he basically told their team, "Colorado is like, you guys can leave because you guys suck." Basically, because <laughs> they went Yeah, you'll the see
0: world. who wants to stick and fight and play, and yeah, otherwise, you'll build from scratch.
1: That is pretty pretty awesome for them. I mean, coaching Carousel is crazy. Satterfield goes from. Louisville, Cincy, this morning. I think right I, up I the heard street, and they're playing each other in the Fenway like, Bowl. Yeah, that's just weird. I, I don't, I don't understand. And that. on the
0: same sideline, the way the Fenway is going to be set up is they're playing, and they both teams will be on one oh, sideline. Somebody suggested yes. he
1: should just stand in the middle and coach both teams. So, uh, um, yeah, I said earlier, North Texas fired their coach, Jim Leonard, stayed uh, at Leonard Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Um, what else? Happened? Michigan State has not fired any coaches, no, they and they should. They won't. Um, who else what else happened Hugh Freeze to Auburn um, what else uh, Kevin Wilson the abuser from Indiana he's at Ohio State he just got Tulsa's job uh, good I guess good for them Chadwell said that before he's going to, to Liberty and they hired Tim there will be mo- more coaching changes coming to yeah, you yeah I mean would not be surprised if Braum goes to Louisville honestly I feel like he's can't really do much more with Purdue and with USC and UCLA coming I don't
0: Fun no, fact, yes, he was the quarterback for Louisville when Michigan State played them in the 1993 Independence. I think it was the Independence Bowl. It might have been the Liberty Bowl. It was the Liberty Bowl. 1993, Michigan State played Louisville, and he was the winning quarterback for Louisville against us.
1: Golf, Victor Hovland repeats the Hero World Challenge. I think he beat out Scheffler.
0: Um, Here's one that we could have done in the tee-up on. LeBron James, oh, shocker, comes out of nowhere and in, in talking uneducatedly about some Jerry Jones picture from when Jerry Jones was 14 at some desegregation thing. And then the, the absolute train wreck of a shit rag show that shouldn't even be on TV, but still is. And somehow finds its way into my earwaves. The view had some lady go on a whole diatribe tribe about how he's once a racist, always a racist and hold all these stats about lack of minority coaches and lack of minority quarterbacks and whatever. Uh, honey, the quarterback for the Cowboys for Jerry Jones is African-American, you stupid... You know what? Like, people like that, like LeBron James, just shut up. Go away. Get out of my country. Go away. Just go. Go move to Qatar. Go get in prison with Brittany Greiner. You piss me off. You un-American oh, you ungrateful. Yeah. You're un-American bastards. You're ungrateful. You're made what you are because you're an American, and all you do is tread on our flag. Screw you.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um... Ridiculous. Um, let's go sprint, unless you got anything nope. else you want to let's say. Go um, Who, uh, so we got the Heisman finalists. Did not mention this. Caleb Williams, CJ Stroud, uh, Stetson Bennett, and Max Duggan. And Max Duggan. Uh, four quarterbacks. I, You know, you could debate that Bijan Robinson deserved to be there. Michigan fans will say Coram and McCarthy and Mozzie yeah. Smith and yeah. Jake Moody deserved to be and there. Donovan Edwards, the um, anti Semite. Right. And um, their punter, or whatever, holder, long snapper, or whatever. <laughs> uh, you could say that – and Hooker, I think that he was snubbed. He should have been there. He had a great season. He, he meant a lot to his team. Um, but those are the four finalists. Kenneth Walker should have been there last yep, year. Yep, exactly. So who, who of those four – who do you think is going to win it? Williams. Yeah, I say Williams, too. I think it will go Williams. I mean, if he
0: doesn't get hurt against Utah, I don't think USC will I think it will go Williams,
1: thing. Stroud, Duggan um, – Bennett. I think that's how the finish went uh, I think Bennett more than Duggan because Bennett, surprisingly, I mean, he's, had, he had, a really he, good he's year. had a
0: really, really good year.
1: Yeah, he has. Um, awesome. Uh, so, who wins the Mats this weekend? They're playing down by actually where we used to go on spring break, uh, Indian Rocks area at Bel Air Club, I believe. It's Tiger and Rory versus JT and Speethy. Um, Tiger's broken, so I'm going to go JT. Uh, I feel like Tiger and Rory' feet are going to feed off you. other. And Tiger said he can hit every shot; he just needs a. He can't walk, and he's going to be in a car. Oh, that's true. I'll, I'll go with the upside. I'm going Tiger and Rory. Um, most uh, intriguing New Year's Six matchup in your head so far, um, out of them, that's not a CFP. Oh man, I got to look. Look to see. I'll what tell you they mine. Are. Clemson, Tennessee, the battle of the oranges. The battle of the, uh, I saw it like the battle
0: of the teams that lost to South Carolina. Exactly. Um, let's see, I mean, I think Penn State-Utah in the Rose Bowl is another really good potential game. Um, I, yeah, I am I would say it's a, for me it's a cross between Tennessee-Clemson and uh, Penn State-Utah.
1: Okay, I, th- I think that's a good one as well. Uh, kind of a fun one. What's uh, your favorite spot to shoot from on the basketball court? What's your hot spot? Oh, my hot spot on the basketball court. Man,
0: it's been a long time. I kind of always liked the elbow extended, either side, left or right. I'd say I'd right, right elbow is my Kind of that, you know, even though I'm only 6'2", played more like the 5 in high school and kind of that zone buster spot, like good enough to shoot kind of from free throw line extended. I like
1: it. I like it.
0: Um, I didn't have a a green light for three-pointers when I was in
1: high school, so I don't have that range anymore. Yeah, right. Never did. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, Appreciate you guys listening. Let us know if you want us to discuss anything here coming up. Um, Appreciate you guys listening. Shout out to Team Andrews Realty. Um, You guys are the best. Um, Appreciate your your support here the last couple years. Um, But, yeah, appreciate you guys listening.
0: Uh, Meantime, as Ellen Griswold once said, maybe about Michigan State hoops unknowingly, well, I don't know what to say except it's Christmas and we're all in misery.